this is a function of wisdom. The wiser we are, the better we live. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church for four great services. 7 a.m., 8.30 a.m., 10.30 a.m. and 11.30 a.m. At The Good Land, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki Ogbutu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo David. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org or call 0808-156-3080. Global Impact Church. Think greatness. Hallelujah. You may please be seated. There is this poem we've been brandishing from the early morning service. And some of us were in those services or you're coming in for this fourth service. When our church was to start in 2001, December, I was not so courageous. I was afraid. Just left a university. I haven't served in McCordy, Benway State. The, the, the God had called me before I left school, so I needed to start this church then. But there was fear. There was fear of when people come to church. There was fear of finance. There was fear of, um, do I have any part, part, uh, part or impact that I'll be able to make? Especially when you see those who have gone ahead of you. There was that fear. But I came in contact with this poem. And every time I read the poem, it, it's encouraging. And you know, when I see a season of encouragement, I believe as we look through those verses, uh, you're a businessman here, or a woman, you're a granddad, or you're a young lady, somewhere we all need new beginnings. Amen. Amen. No matter what you have attained, I pray that God will give us new beginnings. Amen. Encouragement talks about inspire courage, something that will inspire you to move on positively. When you don't see your career that has come to an end or you have seen yourself come to an end. No, God is in the business of new beginnings. Can we have the first verse of that um, poem? I mean, it was like, it was written for me then. I mean, even till now, because it's like, he said, with, with doubt and dismay, you are smitten. You think, that was my thought, there's no chance for you, son. I felt so inadequate. I felt, you know, you felt, are you sure I should do this thing? My ex- I didn't have so much experience except for campus fellowship. You know, said, you think there is no chance for you, son. And maybe you are here, your business, your career, your marriage, you think there's no chance. He said, why? The best books haven't been written. The best race hasn't been run. The best score hasn't been made yet. The best song hasn't been sung the best tune hasn't been played yet. Cheer up, for the world is young. I was so excited. And then God began to show me in scriptures how he's always building on the works of the previous generation. He showed me Abraham. That as much as he spoke to Abraham, Isaac took it further. In fact, it was so funny. You know, Abraham had one son called Isaac. Then Isaac now had two. He saw an, it was like he took it further. And then Jacob now took it further or for the rest. How many children? Twelve. So God said to me, what I started in Abraham, there was progress in Isaac, I built on it, and then I literally exploded it in Jacob. So don't ever be 
um, discouraged by what has happened in the past. And then it took me to John chapter 2, where Jesus was at the Cana of Galilee, and they had a party, a wedding ceremony, and they said the wine had finished, like joy finished. Everything had been ended. And then Jesus came into the scene, and the chairman said, ah, I thought they would bring something worse, but this one is sweeter. God says, my wine is always sweeter at the end of the party. So no matter what we have seen in ministry, in business, in career, in industry, God has something sweeter ahead. And our lives will exemplify it in the name of Jesus Christ. I can't hear your amen. Amen. Our lives will exemplify it in Jesus' name. So I can say with all covenant audacity that the later part of 2018 for you and I will be far better than the beginning in the name of Jesus. He said better is the end of a matter than the beginning thereof. There are some things you could not accomplish, some things you could not attain, some things you couldn't handle that look like it cannot happen. Uh, The helps of God will be available the remaining days of 2018 in the name of Jesus Christ. So let's go on with that verse, the, 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 the next line. It says, he said the best verse hasn't been rhymed yet. The best house hasn't been planned. The highest peak hasn't been climbed yet. The mightiest river hasn't spanned. The next verse says, don't worry. Stop worrying. Stop thinking. I'm no good. What can I do? You can do so much better. There are better books coming out now. Better organizations are coming. Look at iPhone. Look at Samsung. Look at all those very powerful products that were not there like 15 years ago. God is always fresh. God is always new. He said, don't worry and fret, faint-hearted. The chances have just what? That means we just started. The best of this church is still ahead. Are you understanding me? The days will come, I'll be preaching here, and they'll be showing us on screen in various localities in Lagos. And people will gather in Igondo all over. It's global impact, don't forget. The best of your life can never be in August. The best of your life cannot be in 2017. The best of your life is ahead. Glory to God. He said, don't fret, don't worry and fret, faint-hearted. The chances have just begun. For the best jobs haven't been started the best work hasn't been done. So whatever work you have even done that looks great, it's not your best. Amen. Something best is coming out of you in the name of yeah. <laughs> Best. <laughs> Something gooder. Glory to God. The best of God is never in the past. God is in the business of doing new things. And that really tallies with God's word for us this year. You know, when we get into a year, we often have a prophetic season. Something God wants to do that season. He gave us that word in Isaiah 43, verse 18. He said, don't remember the past. He said, behold, I'm doing something new. Don't be, don't, don't, don't be stuck in the past. You failed, yes. You missed it, yes. But don't be stuck in that. I'm doing something new. I'm doing something different. He said, behold, I do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. He said, do not Okay, do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Uh, behold, I will do a new thing. September will bring new things to us. Yeah. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road where they say is roadless, <laughs> where they say it cannot work. I will provide rivers in the desert. That will be our experience this September. Yeah. 
And watch out for all our teachings this month. We're going to dig a, a, a bit deeper in and around encouragement. The next two Sundays, we're talking about victory over worry. Over worry, anxiety, and fear. Those are things that limit people's potential. People worry. Worry is like on, you're in a rocking chair. You are rocking and spending energy and not making any progress. If I just said that 80%, more than 80% of things we worry about never happen. But it would have drained your energy. It would have affected everything you are doing. So I'm going to be dealing with that next two Sundays and how to deal with anxiety. Anxiety can make... Have you noticed that sometimes when you make a mistake and they correct you in a very maybe harsh way and you get anxious, you make more mistakes. You start shaking and make more mistakes. People, people, people commit more things. They do more things negatively when they are anxious. And if you don't deal with those things, you can't really maximize destiny. And in the last two Sundays of uh, September, we'll be talking about finding happiness. Powerful series on happiness. If you are waiting for an amount of money to be happy, or you are waiting for your husband to behave in a particular to be happy, you will never be happy. Or you are waiting for Nigeria to... Hmm. Nigeria will change, amen. We are changing, self. We are getting better. You can't be hanging your happiness on things. So to say, we're talking about that, how to find happiness. While you're on the journey, the things that you can do to enjoy the journey. Success is not a destination. Success is a journey. Many people are waiting for a particular day, a particular week. No, every day you should be joyful. Find a way to enjoy each day. It's a journey. We confuse celebration of success with success. The day you graduate and they do a party of graduation, that's celebration of success. Don't always try to wait for a particular day. There will never be tomorrow. When you get to tomorrow, what do you call it? No, you don't call it tomorrow. Uh-uh. You know that I'm not in tomorrow. It's today. You always have what? Today. Understand that. When you always have today, that means if you don't know how to master today, you can't master life. Because when you get to, to tomorrow, Monday now, it's today. Yesterday is gone. Yesterday is in the tomb. Tomorrow is in the womb. You always have today. Praise the Lord. One of the ways we also enjoy encouragement is when we pray for other people. Nothing translates your life better than when you are selfless and pray for others. In fact, it's better you do it when you are going through your own predicament. When we are going through some challenges, we become self-centered. Many times you become selfish. You'll be thinking about the way they treated me, the way they dealt with me, and then that keeps you in gloom and darkness. Take out some energy and pray for others. You are in this church. You are trusting God for a baby. Get other members of the church trusting God for a baby. Concentrate your prayers on them. Glory to God. We, 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 we experience full blast of restoration when we get others restored. I call it prayer seed. I'm sowing it into that person's life. It will multiply over my own life. Job 42 verse 10. Job 42 verse 10. It's amazing. Um, well, uh, media guys, help me. We're going to look at various versions of that verse. It says, and the Lord restored Job's losses. When he did what? Prayed for his friends. In fact, indeed the Lord did what? Gave him twice. He has been reacting. He has been wondering. But he got to a place where, oh, 
I know I have serious problem, but I can't be self-centered. He now, in fact, if you check the entire chapter, he had three or four friends that were not doing well at all. He now prayed for them. It was that particular season he got his own restoration. Double. He lost all his children. God gave him double. He lost his business. God gave him double. So learn to pray for others. When we intercede for others, we are helping them out. Praise the Lord. I'd rather you intercede than gossip. I'd rather you intercede than living a life of complaining. I wish some husbands or maybe wives would spend more time praying for their spouses than complaining and reacting. Because complaining and reacting will not change the woman or the man, so to say. But I know that when you carry somebody in prayers with the right heart, you will see miracles. Luke chapter 22, verse 31. Luke 22, verse 31. So learn to do that. And in, in a church like this, people are going through things. And you, by mistake, hear it. Pray for them. Pray for them. Pray for them. Get their names. Don't just pray at me, Mr. Father, that family. Mm -mm. Get their names. Get it Nicodemusly, Mr. and Mrs. So and so, you know. And then when you are praying, Lord, I want to thank you for Mr. and Mrs. So and so. I observed that they are having this particular challenge in this area. Lord, I stand in the gap because they might not be in a position to pray. I stand in the gap. Standing in the gap is almost like they are the ones now praying. I stand in their stead and I pray for strength. That marriage will not go down. That marriage will not go under. If there is anything creating the attacks, either from demons or whatever, Lord, I come against it. And you are praying and it will be your joy to see them come back together. It could be financial problems. It could be health problems. In Luke 22, verse 31, you find that Simon was rescued. Simon Peter was rescued because Jesus did what? Prayed for him. There are many people in church that we will rescue them by praying for them. You see somebody backsliding. He used to come to church every Sunday and committed and suddenly begins to drag his feet. Pray them back into fellowship. Instead of, instead of gossiping, I don't know what's happening to Mr. Babiaka. I don't know. He used to come every Sunday. Now I only see him first Sunday of the month. And, just, just, and some people, that's their business. They just always gossip. They won't say one prayer like this. They will be following the situation. Ah, he, he's now he's coming only twice in a month. Now, wow, some people, shall. after three, he's now only coming once in You are following him. I'm having to rescue the person. Ah, I've never seen him in church again. Now, wow. Mm-mm. There are many people that have issues in church that I get to know when I get my prayer place, just carry their names in prayers. The answer, you know, it, intercession is sweet. If you are doing it with a good heart, Lord, I pray for these persons now. I stand with them. They can't fall. He can't fail. Intervene now. Intervene now. Jesus said to Simon, look at that verse. He said, Simon, Simon, Satan has desired to sift you as wheat. And the Lord said, that's Jesus, 31, please. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you that he may what? This thing happens to people. They, don't, they wouldn't know. They just think they're not happy. They just think they're in a mood. But Satan is at work. Jesus never said, ah, Peter, I, I, I feel that uh, you might be afraid and betray me like a psychological problem. Is Satan at work. Some of the things we say as discouragement, they are attacks. 
says, Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. Verse 32. But I've reported you to Judas. No. But I've reported you to the Pharisees. No. But I have what? Prayed for you. That your faith, what? And when you have returned to life, or to, to, to me, what do you do? You know, I looked at it. Peter would have backslidden. Jesus prayed for him. But what Peter now did for Christ is enormous. You go to all those places in Rome, there are many cathedrals named after Peter. St. Peter. It's even in Nigeria. And you wonder, this, how many cathedrals have you seen that is St. Judas? Or St. Jezebel? He's St. Peter because somebody prayed that you will not fail, you will not fall. Let's pray for one another. Couples, pray for other couples. Singles, pray for other singles. Let the power be flowing, you know, and let the devil be confused. When he thinks this guy is isolated and weak, I'm ready to get him down, he just begins to see some energy, spiritual energy and fire and grace. Going to that person, what's happening? Somebody's praying for that person. I say, oh. It was that prayer that rescued Peter. But Peter also did a lot. The person you are praying for today might be the one that will rescue you to tomorrow. And then number two, we said we should mind our language. In the covenant, your words affect your life. Mind your language. We did a little drama in, um, from Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1, from verse 1 to 2, that even God, when he was recreating the earth, had to use his words. Look, you are where you are today based on the things you've been saying before. You might not believe it, but that's the truth. How do they fight war when two nations are fighting? How do they fight? But when does the war start? Someone has to give what? You know, you have to, mm, mm. No. It has to be signed. Even the signature, they will still say it to the commander. Yeah, you guys, fire on. As small as that is, without the signing or the saying, nothing happens. How do you get married? Is it the ring? Do you just come to the altar and stand? <laughs> and then she said, <laughs> Do you understand me? You have to say something. And those vows exchange starts a new generation. How do you get saved? Do you just believe in your heart? <laughs> You believe in your heart and, and de- until it is declared, it is never delivered. This church will become a reference point in Lagos. A reference point in Nigeria. A reference point in Africa. A reference point globally. It's our declaration, it's our belief. I've said to God, your voice will be heard from this land. We will be preaching the word of God here and people will be listening, learning all over the world. What you say it is, is what is supplied. That's, that's it. What you declare is what is supplied. 
So open your mouth wide and declare, I am blessed. My children will be greater than me. In the name of Jesus Christ. <laughs> we are four daughters. I'm even getting ready. They will start getting married, Abby, one by one. Just be spending everywhere. I ask them, where do you want to live? Some of them say they want to live outside the country. I said, God bless you. Someone said, wants to live in the country. Mm-hmm. So uh, when you are married, I'll visit you. Today is Spain. Tomorrow, Singapore. Next one, Lagos. You don't understand Lagos. I'll be prospering. What you see is what you get. In my old age, you'll be, I will age gracefully. There's someone that age sorrowfully, isn't it? Gracefully. I read a book recently that encouraged about old age. Every old man wants to bring young. Mm-mm. The book explained it very well. You, I like it. I don't want to be young. Let the young person enjoy his time. I've already been young before. Do you understand how life is? Your belief determines what you say. Don't ever curse your children with your mouth. Our parents made that mistake growing up. Any small thing, they'll just hit your head like a back You know, what's a back in English? Does it have an English name? You know it back <laughs> You don't know it back That they used to. You know, ah, he said conk. It back Ah, you don't. Do you know it back What is a scoop amala? It back <laughs> When they give you like this, and then they say. Those are the things we grew up with. So it got to a level. I, I, I tell my mom, mommy, change that statement now. I mean, she was shocked when I got to university. You know, just we were so used to those statements. They just said, Do you know what Oriyoda means in English? Ori is head. Koda is not good. And you are telling your child. Those were the things they told them too that our parents didn't perform the way they should perform. They've been Oreo dad. Oreo dad. <laughs> Very bad language. Olori buruku. What kind of time? Even the buruku thing is scary. Buruku. <laughs> you can't be saying that. Not in this church. If you want to spank your child, spank the child and correct the child. You can't be cursing your next generation. So, Lord, eh, 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 see what you had in school. Eh, what else you sing? Uh, Lord, uh, 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 ah, oh, need low paper for your own child. And you are thinking you want to support that child, you know, to perform next, better the next time. My pastor said, his children, one of the, their, uh, I think their son, came one day from school. The grade was very bad when he was young. He turned to kneel down and quoted, how many scriptures? 73 on his head. The next time he came first. Hey, if you can't come first with that one, then your case is 73 on his head. You shall be the head and not the tail. You are wiser. You are ten times wiser than Daniel. But just, just saying. Ah. As they are saying it, the science of the brain. Oh yeah. Chemistry. <laughs> physics. English. <laughs> they are rewiring it. That's better. And every parent came first. We don't know who came last amongst us. Every parent, all of us, say, when I was in school, everybody say, who now came last in that generation? <laughs> eh? I was the best. I was the best. Some of you don't even go to school properly. Say, I'm the best. Genesis 1, 
you know, if you read from verse 1 to 2, and God said, and God said, so when you are going through a challenge, don't let it affect the narrative of your life. Speak what you want. This is not my end. This is not my end. I, it shall come to pass. It will pass. In fact, what I should say, I will look back and laugh. So sometimes I even laugh in the present. While I'm thinking about how I will look back and laugh. I mentioned the thought service how I fainted two weeks ago. You know, it wasn't palatable at the time I fainted. It was not easy. Four minutes fainting at the hospital. I was to do colonoscopy. You know, the, the, the annual, say I should do it just to check everything on the next 10 years. So while I was doing that, I already drained my system of water, all those things. I didn't know that I overdid it. So as I was in the hospital, just standing and they said, I can't see again. <laughs> Doctor told me in children's church was there. I heard, I, said, I can't see you again. Ah! He said, hey, I can't see you, I can't see you. Bam. Eh? I said, eh. I didn't even know what happened next. So he was not telling me what happened next, that they had to carry me and put me on the stretcher of the bed and then do me straight and then put, uh, what they call this thing? Drip to get sugar and water in my sister. I said, eh? He said, when? He said, ah. They had to call for other guys in the hospital to come. He said, me? He said, yes, sir, you pass out. They said, me, I pass out. <laughs> and I called Pastor Bima. She was crying. <laughs> she cried. She didn't lose me. I'm telling you. <laughs> I called my mother. My mother, I was on the bed when my mother called me by mistake. It's like a mistake. When she had the voice, she called again. I want to speak to my son. They said, I can't speak to you now. Ah, she's been calling me every day. When I was going to Benin last week, he said, can you carry a doctor in the plane? I said, for what now? <laughs> so I'm okay. Glory to God. When you go through a challenge, see ahead that you will look back and laugh. You will laugh at yourself. You failed at five exams out of seven. Five. You should laugh at yourself. How great you are. You are a great person. Out of seven, you, 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 you are so great, you, only you fail five. You will now laughingly go and buy the form again. Be laughing at yourself. That's better. So you can pass the next one. So now you can From five, it can be six. So you fail out of seven now. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And that affects your language. God said, God said, God said, in verse 31 of that chapter, and God saw what you say, you will see. What you are seeing now are the ones you said the last 10 years. Because words are seeds. It's not the day you say that you manifest. It's a seed. The one you said in 2012, some of them are just manifesting now. Except you have uprooted it. So now construct the future intentionally. Speak over your spouse. Speak over your husband, over your wife, over your, prop, your property. If Jesus can speak over the fig tree, you can speak to fires. I was, when I moved to one, where I'm living now, I was living, when I got there, the price of the property was low for rent that time. It was low because the road was very bad on the street. So the price came down. So when we moved to that place, the road was bad. So one night, I was praying. You know, I do that at times, just go out and pray. One night, I stood at the edge of the street. And I, I lifted my hands. In the name of Jesus, I command this street renovated, constructed. Whatever is needed for it to happen in the name of Jesus. And some few weeks after, they give somebody the contract and they paved it. You see, when you speak, angels move. 
They will just move them and they just mark them, do this street, do that street. When they finished it, the person that paid, that gave us the rent, the money had to go up. It was, they paved it and it has been there for years. When we got to good land, the same thing, Lord, I speak in the name of Jesus. Let your city begin to rise in this place. Angels move. Angels move. And then one construction company came here. They wanted to build estates. They got a property, some properties, hectares. That side, where they were, when they bought the hectares, they did the road there. That road. The company did the road. After they finished the road, the people that they bought property from says as a problem. They were fighting. They said, okay, let's leave, let's leave. They now came to the back of this place and bought hectares again and constructed this road. Eh? When they were doing this one, they said they want to make it strong because the estate they want to build, uh, tractors will pass it so it can be strong. It's strong for you to drive where? Are you hearing me? And when they now finished, problem that was there, moved to that place and they've moved out now. Are you hearing me? They are not here again. Some of you know the company. They are not here again. But the road is here. Under the bridge, I spoke to it. Wherever the authority that must do this thing, you know, when you pray in tongues, you call angels by name. Construction angel, you and go and meet them. There are many roads in Lagos that need construction no more than that one. Let me tell you, who is living here that they are doing on that bridge? There are many places in Kilo. Sorry. <laughs> in Akuda, that is bad. But sp- sp- you speak it because the resources of the earth are for covenant people. <laughs> and they started construction from Oworo. When they now got to that bus stop, they now started slowing down. I said, like, yeah, you will complete this thing. Angels, bang, shatter. And then they picked up again. And they completed it. The major beneficiary of that place is this church. Is this church? The earth is the Lord. So when you understand God's word, you shall decree a thing and it shall be what? You may not live in the village, but let angels protect your parents. Makatasa. Cambro. Any problem they have will affect you, yes or no? So panga tika zangrashata. Your children are going to school. You can't be. Can you sit with them in class? No, but let angels go with them. Use your covenant authority. You have a business. You send angels to bring clients. They will come like something was shooking them. You know, shooking. Your harvest determines is determined by what you say. Many of us give tithes, we, we pay offerings, but you're not seeing harvest. But what you say matters. <laughs> Glory to God. He says, shall man bring into your bosom, men. When those things are on the way, Satan will lace them. That's why they call him the thief, the prince of Persia. He, he, look, the devil knows that when a breakthrough enters your hand, your Christian life goes better. So he doesn't like it. So when the blessing is on the way, the devil tries to delay. You now stand your ground. In the name of Jesus, Satan, take off your hand from my harvest. Now! Angels, bring it now. And then the deal will be sorted out. That's how we command things. So when you are discouraged, as much as we are encouraging you, we are uh, doing this, you too should close up the cracks. Brace up! 
and stand your ground. Glory to God. Glory to God. Nigeria cannot go down because of us. Are you hearing me? When Abraham was praying to God, he said, if you find ten in the city, will you spare the city? Because I will spare the city. If you find five, are we, are we, are we five? No matter how they gather and plan against Nigeria, for our sake, angels will scatter every negative plan. They've been trying it all since 1960. But we are the salt of the earth. That we are still here, nothing. Ka, 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 nothing. When they plan it, they will defect and fight each other. They will have to destroy one another. The body of Christ in Nigeria will continually work stronger and stronger. Abraham was begging God, if you find two, God said, if I find two, it's Sodom and Gomorrah. I will spare it. How much more here? Uh, no, we are more than two. We are more than two million. But we need to also exercise our rights. Praise the Lord. So speak right. Speak well. Deal with situations. Take your, your voice is stronger when you are speaking it from God's word. It's not that you are speaking it from head. You've seen it in God's word. You now pick it, develop faith in it, and then declare it stubbornly. The devil will give up. Uh, Smithugu Sword was given an example of how you deal with Satan. He said one day he was at the train station in UK, many, many, many years ago, and a woman had a little dog, a little, you know, those um, small breed, Lassa, Lassa breed. And the dog was following her from home. She was going to walk, you know, dogs. So she was telling the dog, go back. The dog was just wagging there and follow, go back. So when he got to a particular place, he said, go back. Cuckoo mama, cuckoo mama. The dog turned and went to him. Smitugusa said, that's how you deal with the devil. He said, the dog got the instruction well. The tail came down and turned that this one is an instruction, not a suggestion. So you need to hold your ground when you are dealing with matters. That either I give up or you give up, and I will not give up. So you are the one that will give up. You wear the devil out. Are we okay this morning? Rise up on your feet. is a function of wisdom. The wiser we are, the better we live. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church for four great services, 7 a.m., 8.30 a.m., 10.30 a.m., and 11.30 a.m. at The Good Land, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki Ogbutu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo David. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org or call 0808-156-3080. Global Impact Church. Global Impact Church. Think great.